Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. You have the right podcast. Like, what the fuck is happening? No, you, it's, this is it. It's cover to cover. Starting with Puff the Magic Dragon. Peter, Paul, and Mary. But the reason why we're starting with it, we haven't gone completely insane, <laughs> uh, is because um, the lyricist, the guy who wrote it, Lenny Lipton. Mm-hmm. Passed away yesterday, 82 years old. He used all the royalties that he earned from uh, Puff the Magic Dragon to uh, fund decades of research into stereoscopic projection, which Alex and I, of course, looked up and realized we read the first uh, <laughs> sentence of what it is, and yeah. we're like, we're out. We're on. done. It's about, you know, measuring a sphere or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously some sort of weird genius yeah. uh, who went to Cornell. And he wrote that song, Puff the Magic Dragon, as a poem when he was 19 years old at Cornell University, Mm. sat down at his typewriter and uh, gave it to his fellow physics major friend, Peter Yarrow, who is uh, Peter Paul Mary. Mm -hmm. And they recorded it. So a bunch of nerds got together and recorded uh, Puff the Magic Dragon, which we all know, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it be about Weed smoking, which I think is what people say. Puff the magic dragon was, you know, it's that's it. It's puff that magic dragon. Get Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. We're all doing things here. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe judging by reading about these guys now, maybe it wasn't about that. No. They don't seem like the type of guys who are doing that sort of thing. But maybe um, Puff the magic dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. Hanali. How do you spell um, Hanali? Hanali. It's two words. I'm, I'm just noticing, realizing all this now. H-O-N-A-H-L-E-E. Had the 45. Had the 45 on my record player in the bedroom. Played it a lot. We had some uh, like hippie aunts mm-hmm. that uh, growing up, uh, my me and my brothers, uh, my aunt Katie and Margie and Helen, all but of like kind of a 70s hippies, 60s, mm-hmm. late 60s hippies. Drive around in Volkswagens, listening to a lot of this stuff. We had a lot of Peter, Paul, and Mary played on us, mm-hmm. played at us. Played at Listen us. Listen to this. This is about 
peace and love and whatever. And we were like kids, like, okay, great, got it. And then a a lot of John Denver thrown out our way too. We're okay with that. That's a good one. Uh, And then they actually, one of my Aunt Helen was the reason I discovered the Beatles, kind of. Like she was into the Beatles and I was like, let me, what are these Mm -hmm. records? And then I got in and I was in. You were in. But never really a Peter, Paul and Mary guy. But there you go. Thank you to, uh, I mean, who doesn't know that song? I play it for my daughter. I don't know if she's catching on. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's about a dragon. I figure she might like it. But I think it's a little too corny, even for her. Yeah. It's like, what is this song? But just, just let it happen. But it was like, a you know, once again, different times. A chart hit. I believe that, you know, it was the actual, I don't know how far it got on the charts, but I, it certainly was a hit. We all know it. I mean, who doesn't know Puff the Magic Dragon? It's been in movies. It's been in, uh, shit, a ton of movies. It's, I know it was in Meet the Parents. Yeah, they had a whole thing about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's been around. Anyway, there you go. Rest in peace to Mr. Uh, Lenny Lipton, mm-hmm. who wrote Peter Paul, Peter Paul and Mary's uh, Puff the Magic Dragon and used all the proceeds to do some dork shit. They, great. Good for Boom. him. We're going to miss you. On to the show. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Here we are, Thursday episode, cover to cover. Um, back from Vegas for the ju- live Juicy Scoop I did in Vegas with Heather. Came back, ready to go, ready, did it, did Vegas for a weekend, you know, but quiet. I talked about it on Juicy Scoop, so I won't talk about it too much on here and on Patreon, our Patreon, so I won't kill you guys with it again. But, you know, just kind of a, a chill Vegas weekend, you know, the days of Going back up to my room with, you know, women and all that are, are kind of over. So mm-hmm. it's now it's a, you know, a couple of quarter slots, Wheel of Fortune, which I have, I got to tell you, my last 10 times in casinos, and I'm not took, including just Vegas. I'm talking some I, some cities I have to play casinos or whatever. Yeah. So casinos in all the states. I have been like over the last 20 in, in any type of winning of anything. Wow. Yeah. Like any, I'm talking over hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, every, each time, you each mean? time I have, I have yet to get over a hundred and I keep hearing the stories of people. My mother won 10 grand. My father won seven grand. I just never get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm never one time, one time, $900 at in Vegas on a slot machine. 900, but certainly never the 25,000 that every single person has a story about. Mm-hmm. I was in the, you know, McCarran airport for, you know, an hour, played a slot machine, put one quarter in and hit for $25,000. Mm-hmm. I, I never, I'm not even asking for that much. $500. I'd walk away. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at a slot machine in, in this Venetian this weekend and my wheel of fortune, you know, I listen, I'm everybody, this is the type of person I am. If I'm feeling extra, like a baller, I'll go to the dollar wheel of fortune mm-hmm. and just let it ride. Just, But that goes pretty quick. Next thing ride. you know, you're, you're hitting boom, boom, boom. And next thing you know, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, I like to last a little longer than that so I can have some fun with it. So I go over to the quarter and, you know, it still, still makes it fun. So mm-hmm. you still win a little something. So, but, and I'm getting nowhere. I'm not getting a spin. I'm not getting a wheel of fortune. I'm not getting anything. The lady next to me, I mean, the shit is popping every two seconds. Bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. So I finally look over and see what she's got. You can see down what she's got in the bank down there. You know, mm-hmm. you see the number. And I look, she's got like 7,500 quarters. 
Not dollars, but still, yeah, that's a lot of quarters. Yes. I don't know how much that is, but you know, mm-hmm. it's probably a pretty good it's about amount. Fifteen to seventeen, I think somewhere yeah, in there. Sure, yeah. right. Let's let's go with that. But that's a pretty. I'm. What am I? What am I? The guy who wrote Puff the Magic Dragon. I can't do math that quickly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, what am I? Lenny L- 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 Lenny Lenny Lipton. <laughs> so yeah, I was. I I just I, I'm always like choosing the wrong one because she sat down after me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I could have just as easily sat in that machine. It seems to be the hot machine. Mm-hmm. And here I am at the dead machine, blowing through 20s like they're going out of style. $20 bills. Pop another one in. Done. Pop another one in. Done. Did you get the drinks out of them at least? I don't even get the drinks out of them. They you take know, I an just, hour. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just sit back there and, you know, I have a little fun. But I just want once the $10,000 story. Mm-hmm. Or the five, the, the $600 story. I'll walk away at 600 bucks. Boom, done. But anyway, it was back up to the room, and it, all in all, is fun. I saw a lot of fr- people that I like there. and So thank you all for coming to the Live Juicy Scoop. Uh, Heather was happy, and we're all happy. It was happy. Everybody's happy. On to some just fresh off the, the press stories. We got to talk about a little bit more about Kanye. Now, I'm this close to, to doing a reparandum. On the end, I'm mean, the end of Kanye, mm-hmm. the end of Britney Spears. You know what? I'm, I've been saying it now for months that I'm done with this Britney Spears and Kanye, both of them. I'm just done with, and this may be insensitive of me, but I'm sorry. I'm done with mental, mental patients, yeah. you know, on mental Instagram. Mental health stuff, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not insensitive to mental health if you really have like true mental health issues and you, you know, I'm sure people, I, I know people do. Yeah. People do. And I'm, I think those two do too, but obviously it's not that bad that they can't function mm-hmm. on Instagram. You know, I'm talking people who can't even, they don't even have an Instagram yeah. to talk about. I think theirs. they got bees in their beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Like that type that of That guy I feel bad I'm, for. Yeah. I'm talking that kind of, yeah, bees in their beard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Um, so by the way, that was the, uh, that was a uh, Lenny, Lenny, what's his name? Lenny, Lenny Lipton. That was Lenny Lipton's other big hit. Bees in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second huge hit that he had. Bees in my beard. Uh, so yeah, that was, so, but these two, I don't know what to, to do here with this. Cause now Brittany's back again. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she had, she had gotten rid of the Instagram. That was the thing. I'm, I'm getting rid of the Instagram. That was post naked, right? She did the, the naked Well, the, thing. here's what happens. The, it's it's the same thing. It's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. We get a we get a crazy one. We get a crazy spin around dance. We get a my pat. We see what my dad did to me. I can't have coffee. And then we get a naked in somewhere in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then we get the, the Instagram taken down. That lasts about two weeks. Then it's back up again. Back to and we and, and we go through the back cycle. <laughs> same again. My dad won't let me have a drink. I uh, did. I can't drive a car. Uh, you know, and then just crazy. You know, mm-hmm. just 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 blinking more. Just like code. a coffee cup, like a yeah. like an old style English coffee cup with a with a picture next to it. Like, isn't this beautiful? Just crazy ramblings. Then a naked picture. Then she's done again. Yeah. So anyway, she was done for a couple of weeks. As of, you know, last week. And then last night, I see another naked picture and a full on kind of fucking. All right, everybody, I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. And I, I don't want to be that, but kind of like gross. Mm-hmm. Like she's laying on the beach again in Hawaii. It seems to be Hawaii. I don't know why I assumed that, but it looks like it. And she's always fucking sunburned to the hilt. And she's fully nude. And she's got crazy eyes. I, I don't always, even look at the eyes. Oh, I look right I at the, I look, look right at whatever whatever uh, emoji she's chosen to cover, cover her, her vagina. Breasts, yeah. You know, which is always a strange. She's got the emojis covering her breasts and one covering her vagina. I'm just like, oh, cut it out. Yeah. 
Like what? Are we, what? The, and who's taking this? It's got to be that Sam Oshkari guy, mm-hmm. and letting and posting it. None of this is normal behavior. I but, feel like that guy's laughing all the way to the bank. I don't feel like there's any good intentions from him. That could just be me. This is what I've been saying yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, whatever the case may be, I'm just done with all that bullshit. I'm done with the sunburned. 50, 40 year old skin. I don't want to see any of it. If I want to see sunburned old skin, I'll look at myself in the mirror. I don't need any of this garbage. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm kind of, it's all, and now I'm seeing people kind of jumping on my bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at some of the comments underneath the picture last night and everyone's like, okay, I think we've seen enough of the naked Brittany. Mm-hmm. We got it. Yeah. We got whatever you're trying. I don't know what the upside, I guess it's, Look at how free I am because I'm, I'm be, I've been released from this, uh, you know, this this thing that my father had me under this uh, conservatorship. conservatorship yeah, yeah, so I get free to put, to put my tits out, but nobody wants to see it. Mm. Well, maybe people do. I don't know. See, at this point, we all have access to naked women. Like, if we wanted to go on YouTube or porn or Pornhub or OnlyFans, like them. we don't. Nobody needs to see Britney Spears covered in well, that's emojis. A, that's a great point. If you're gonna do it, just do the OnlyFans. If you're gonna scam, you God, scam I don't or no want scam. Yeah, I, don't, I know. Yeah, but I know, but you're right. If you're I, gonna dance in yeah. that realm, and you're so addicted to being relative, still, just do the OnlyFans. But you is get- it that with a Britney Spears? Is she is she so like I don't even know if she's got an like the the. I don't want to say mental capability because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to make it sound like she's that You don't that know if she's got her it. finger on the pulse. Yeah, of, like I don't even know if she's thinking about like, I, I have to put this up relative, so people yeah. will, st- I will still be relative. I just think it's it's beyond that. I think mm-hmm. it's some just crazy, put yeah. a naked picture of me up for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you, it's a guy, like you said, like she's like a, a this close to bees in my beard yeah. and walking down the street <laughs> nude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, I think, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything. And then of course now Kanye. But in this one, I'm I'm kind of over talking about too because, but I did listen to the, the extensive interview he did. You listen to the long one. I know it's, with it's, Lex Friedman. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Of course, yeah. it's like two and a half hours. But with Lex Friedman, which is a guy who does a has a podcast and a YouTube on his you know podcast or whatever, and Kanye was on and 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 Lex Friedman is a Jewish guy, so he is coming at him. He is mm-hmm. he is he's confronting him about all this crazy stuff. Yeah. and he's kind of confronting him in a good way. But I didn't. I don't feel that he was confronting him enough. Because I feel all these guys, because he was recently on Tucker Carlson, he was recently on Chris Cuomo, he was recently on, uh, I believe, Pierce Morgan, Yeah, he was on, the, now this Lex Friedman. All of these guys have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their shows r- regardless of whether Kanye West is mad at them or not. You yeah. know what I mean? So I thought they all could have went full bore, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? On him, but or they, one of them could have. None of them did, yeah, though. One. I mean, t- the closest was Lex Friedman, who who kind of did, but even he let him off the hook a little mm. bit. And listen, there's there's all these different schools of thought on this one, where the you know it's freedom of speech. Let him talk if this is what he wants to say. These are the things he's he's had to deal with in the show business. Is the Jews are wronging him? I don't know what this situation. Okay, all that fine, but I'm sorry at this point. Everybody, we live in a bit of a different world here. This mm-hmm. we're no longer puff the magic dragon bullshit. No. You know, if they, all they need, all these people need, and you know the people I'm talking about, the big bearded dudes running up uh, the fucking steps on January sixth. Mm-hmm. All they need is one fucking Kanye West to go. These Jews are ruining everything, nigga. You see, see, I told you. I've been saying it. And then they come down from the mountain and they shoot my my wife. 
She's Jewish. Um, not me. If you start shooting the house up, just don't aim at me. I'm not Jewish. So I want you to know that. So anyway, yeah, it's just, it's one of those situations where it's just like, and then the other thing is about, like, I, I don't understand why it's still happening. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't this guy be like MC Hammer? Or, or take the, his meds. Why can't he take his meds? Well, that's what's going to happen. I would, I, I would, I believe that the, the end result of this will be the same. Cause this is, I mean, let's face it in the last five years, this is the 10th blowout we've seen mm -hmm. from this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always some crazy rant. I remember he walked into the studios of TMZ a couple of years ago and just started screaming about something. That was the only guy who ever confronted him was that guy who worked on TMZ, <laughs> that black kid. He was, a, you know, he, he was like one of the TMZ guys who yeah. just sat there and yelled out about seeing, uh, you know, Leah Leah Remini at the at the LAX. You know, yeah. one of those guys sit there and go, "Who? Well, what do you got?" And you know, Harvey Levin goes, "What do you?" And they go, "Oh, you know what I saw? I saw Leah Leah Remini at LAX." And that so he's one of those dudes, and he just started confronting Kanye. Mm -hmm. uh, while Van he was Latham, standing. yeah, Van Latham, name. yeah, yeah. Van Latham. Sorry, yeah, and that was like the one guy who was actually did something about it. Anyway, so I listened to this this. Um, Lex Friedman thing. And he, the first thing that, that is my takeaway, and this has nothing to do with the Jewish stuff, but he just makes zero sense. Yes. Like, he, no, nothing adds up. He goes from screaming about to Pete Davidson, screaming about the Cheesecake Factory. And I'm not making any of this up. This is the way it, I mean, no. listen, I ramble on this podcast too, but I have some sort of through line. I like yeah. to think. This guy is making no sense, which I wanted Lex Friedman to go stop and go, okay, wait, 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 hold on a second here. None of this is making any sense. You're jumping from Kim to the kids to Pete Davidson to this to that to he keeps talking about. I guess Lex Friedman is a is an engineer okay. of some sort. I, I, I'm not familiar with who he is or what he does, but I know who he is because I, you know, he's in the Joe Rogan world and all mm. that stuff. But he must be an engineer because this fucking Kanye keeps talking about engineer, engineer this, engineer that, engineer this. And I'm going to go ahead and say this, and I'm sorry, and maybe I'm wrong. I believe this Kanye is, is stupid. I don't think he's, he's certainly not a, 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 a smart guy, I don't think. No, I mean, I mean he's, he's does he have a, as a genius. And Well, I mean, all that shit for yeah. sure, he's a genius. No. He's fucking great. No, that's what I'm saying is yeah. that's, that's the idea, but I think you're right. And he's no Lenny... What he's the no, yeah, he's no Lenny Lysol. He had a Lenny Lysol. Lenny Lysol. Yeah. He's no he's Lenny, no Lenny Lysol. Like this guy went to, but I don't. Does he have like a degree from MIT? Am I missing something here? No, like, is, I, he, is he some sort of genius that no. I'm not? Outside of the fact that he has a couple of good songs. No, but you know, you know, everybody's got good songs. Elton John's got a lot of good songs too. You don't see him running around screaming about the Jews. So I think where he started from was he was initially a producer for Jay Z. I got it. All. I don't want I I his fucking resume. I know, but I'm saying I don't think he comes from you know anything like that. Yeah, all no, right. He, so he doesn't come from you know Ivy League or anything. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, so what? What's the, what are we doing here? Yeah, I also at this point I feel like both of them are doing very very elaborate trolls, but they're kind of hanging. Uh, you know what? I thought that too initially. Mm -hmm. That's what, I, what I'm saying on this podcast for quite some time. Yeah. I was thinking. But now, now I'm beyond that. I don't mm -hmm. think that's what it is. You just I, don't care. I, ju I just don't. And honestly, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And as I sit here talking about it for the last next 15 minutes. But yeah, I I don't know. And the, But the Jewish thing, whatever, it'll all go away. You know, I, I mean, I hope nothing 
like actually really becomes of this, mm-hmm. you know, people don't say any harmed and shit. Yeah. I, f- I feel sometimes we, we tend to overblow these things and this might be a little bit of that, you mm-hmm. know, they're going to start killing Jews in the street because of Kanye West. And I uh, listen, I hope that's not the case, but, um, it doesn't help anything. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't, it just doesn't help. And I also live in Los Angeles where that kind of shit just doesn't really, I know there was a thing on the 405, people are posting yeah. this, this video or, or picture of these guys with a They hung a banner over a banner the banner over things saying Kanye was right, doing the, the Nazi, you know, uh, salute. Yeah. yeah. And all right, sure. But that's six assholes. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So, and I'm sure there are those types, but, but Los Angeles for the most part is a pretty, I don't know, accepting town of all types. Yeah. How could you not be? They're all here. So it's, uh, we just, we just are. You know what's funny is I don't know a Jewish person that would drive by them and not go, <laughs> those guys are idiots. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know anyone who looks at those kind of radical people, and, you know, and even gets upset by it anymore. It's just, it feels like it. Well, I would point, imagine if you're Jewish, you'd get upset by yeah, it. Yeah, but even, the, I get, and maybe I hang out with mostly comics, but even the Jewish people I know are like, these these fucking idiot lives in a, a one bedroom apartment somewhere and right. you know in a terrible right. area. I never yeah. will meet this guy. You know, right? That's kind of. But, but I also hang out with a lot of comics. You know, what does they, that have to do with anything? Well, they they look at extreme behavior a little differently than right. the average person. All right, but whatever. It it just it, it, it's yeah. I'm just saying that I I feel for like a Jewish guy who doesn't live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Okay, say there's a guy who lives in yeah. Mississippi. Not to single out Mississippi, but you know what I mean. And his last name is Goldstein or Friedman or whatever. And now all of a sudden, things are going to be a little more difficult for him mm-hmm. because this asshole is is talking about the Jewish media and all that shit. And listen, the Jews run media and 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 TV. Sure, that's you know, the, but everybody Italians used to run cement. That's just the way it <laughs> yeah, is. You know industry, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's the way things go. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck do you care? I mean, black guys run hip hop. There you go. Uh, NB, the NBA. You, everybody's got their thing. Mm-hmm. What do want? What do regular white people from Ronkonkoma do? We write Piff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Puff the Puff Magic the Dragon. Magic. Oh, my bad. Oh, jeez. Piff the Dragon. Some comedian <laughs> that runs comedian. around in a dirty dragon suit. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So that's the situation with Kanye. I'm just done with it. Mm-hmm. Where do you feel? How do you feel, Alex? I do, So I listened to when Kanye, Con- and this was like, Times are a little more charged, and I think a lot of people didn't want to listen. But when Kanye did Rogan during the election, like mm-hmm. four years ago, right, three right. years ago, I listened to that. And my whole thing was kind of what Lex Freeman was saying. He's because he made a statement saying long, unedited conversations where we can actually get to know people increase compassion in the world because you can actually hear where people are coming from. Right. That's what he's saying. Sure. If the guy made any sense. Yeah. I approached the initial Joe Rogan Kanye thing as right. like, I'll hear what this guy has to say. Mm-hmm. And within five minutes, we had to turn it. I mean, it was yeah, me and my buddy were in, on a road trip and we were even like, this is this. Yeah, because eventually it's just. I mean, I, mean, I agree minutes, with what you're saying. Yeah. Long conversation, all that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, I want to try, but it's impossible. Yes. yes. And and I defy anyone to try and get through this Lex Friedman thing. Because yeah. he's a fucking, I just was like, and I'm, in, you know, I was, I'm into this kind of stuff. So I wanted to hear it to talk about it on this podcast. But I'm like, I got, what do I got? To, I got to live my life. I can't mm-hmm. live this. And the other thing is, I mean, why are we still into, why is this guy even still a fucking thing? 
just everybody go, I'm done with Kanye West. I could play music from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, go back, let MC Hammer have another shot at it. Yeah. I don't know his his feelings on the Jews. How does he feel about the Jews? I don't know. He just yeah. likes to have, he likes back. <laughs> That's what I know. That's not the guy. Oh, you man. got the wrong well, guy. Well, he does too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but I'm sure yeah, MC Hammer likes back as well. Oh, so that's the situation. What are you going to do? So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to deal with this Kanye West, but now everybody's dropping him. Mm-hmm. The latest is Adidas. Adidas was the last holdout, and I don't know what the deal he has with Adidas is. I mean, I guess I don't know much about this stuff, and I probably should know better, but I, I don't. Are there Kanye West Adidas that I'm missing out on that everyone's wearing? I think that was initially who he'd first started with. I don't know. Because it says he's had a deal with them for 10 years. Yes. And and that's the reason he's a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Which I keep hearing billionaire. Like, is he really a billionaire or is he a fake billionaire? Because what, but maybe, who knows? I don't know. Certainly doesn't look like it. He wears this black jacket, this black hoodie. All these interviews I see him, he's wearing this black hoodie that looks like it has paint spots on it. Mm -hmm. Like paint you know, my uncle Stevie has a robe that he wears. Yeah, so Alex. all those Yeezys that every you've always seen people wear That's in Adidas? the little cloth ones. Every yeah, they're all Adidas. Even the new the foam. Oh. Have you seen the foam yes, slipper? Yes, I, I have. That's yeah. Adidas. Oh, that's a, so. The, so Adidas so, and Yeezys are the same. Honestly, I thought Yeezys. I thought it was. A, yeah, I did not know that, but yeah, that's all his money. Okay. I mean, because those shoes went for nine hundred dollars a pair. Yeah. Like wildfire for the last ten years. So. So, but but so okay. So here's the thing. If Adidas says I'm out on this deal, so so Kanye just goes and makes them on his own. Mm-hmm. I mean, people yeah. still buy them, probably yeah. more so. Who knows? You know, now he'll get the fucking crazy guys who want to hold up the the, the now, sheet over the 405, yeah. running around in Yeezys. You start making I mean, like construction boots now. Yeah, it might be a good how, move. Yeah, exactly. How these two worlds are colliding is is a little beyond me. But whatever the case may be, once you get once you start hating on the Jews, you know, you'll get everyone to jump on board that one. Mm-hmm. You get all the wackos will come. And it's a sad situation. I don't get it. I don't know. I just, I mean, is it over or is it this guy going to have his thousandth chance back? He gets another chance. Honestly, a couple of years ago, I mean, he was, Letterman was interviewing him on his show on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a genius and this, this and that. And I got to tell you, and maybe I'm, it's just not my type of music or not my type of clothing, but I'm. It's it's hard for me to find the genius thing here. I'm just not seeing it. And I listen, I've met the guy a couple of times and he, I've worked with him on the MTV Video Music Awards. I've seen him perform live. It was excellent. Excellent work. Mm-hmm. He was his performance at that that year was fantastic. Genius? I mean, the guy had a fucking Casio in front <laughs> of him and he was hitting the you know, bam bam. I'm an asshole, you know that song, yeah. that one. Give and a toast was, to the douchebags. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. But genius? I mean, come on. Yeah. What, are we, what are we doing here? I mean, you know, have you guys heard Slippery When Wet by Bon Jovi? That's genius. You assholes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. That's all I could say about it. I'm done. I'm, I'm really done. I'm done. I feel like we got to find a couple of celebrities. Like, maybe this Taylor Swift. She's mm-hmm. got a new album out. Everybody's yep. talking about Taylor. Maybe I need to jump on board this one. Is she normal? I feel like it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like she's, I don't hear enough about her to know. I don't see her naked on the beach, which would, you know, wouldn't kill her to roll around on that beach yeah. every now and throw again. Throw an emoji yeah. over something. Yeah, throw an emoji over your butthole. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Taylor Swift's <laughs> the type of person to do that. I don't either. But maybe, you maybe. know, who knows? Brittany didn't seem like the type 10 years ago either. Mm-hmm. Who knows where Taylor will be in a few years? Maybe she's going to lose it 
but she seems to have her shit together. Yeah. New album. What do we got? We got anything from a new album? Yeah. We want to play a little something the, from... The big hit on her new album... Seems to be... I'm just talking about this song. The album is called Midnight's. This one's called Antihero. And this is how it starts. I didn't... Like, it gets into it. I listened to this album, actually, on the plane ride to Vegas. I was like, mm-hmm. let, me, let me just hear it, because everyone goes nuts when she comes out with an album. She seems to, like, surprise everybody with her drop dates on the mm-hmm. album. Like, what happened last night at midnight? Taylor dropped an album. That's and fun. I like that model. I guess, sure. Surprise so people. So everyone seems to be excited. And then, this sounds exactly like that Kate Bush song from Stranger Run- Things. Yeah. Yeah, Running Up That Hill. I mean, it sounds exactly like it. But I like it. I don't hate it. You're going to hear it all shopping. See, it's going to be in all the malls. You're Wait, is it a Christmas song? No, I just mean it's yeah. It's the new. Yeah. It's, it's a hit. It's sad. It's wintry, you know. Oh, okay. I like that. What is she talking about in the song? Is she the anti-hero? Who's the anti-hero? Is it still like one of her ex-boyfriends? She's still, she's still bitching about uh, John Mayer? Yeah. These poor guys are like, jeez, I went out with a girl for three weeks. She's an attractive girl. I was a celebrity. She was a celebrity. We met at a party. Mm-hmm. We went to a, had a drink, and we made out in the parking lot of the, the of the Grove. And she's still talking, writing about me 18 years later. Like, Get over it, sweetheart. But that's her new album. And then uh, the, I like her. The day after Midnight's came out, she released the uh, other, the Midnight's 3 a.m. edition with seven additional songs. You can get after See, that. See, she does a lot of that. Yeah. She must never Let's stop. Let's get you on the deluxe edition. She still comes off a little hokey to me, a little country. I know she's trying to get rid of that vibe, that image that she used to have, the mm-hmm. image of, you know, her and like country, for yeah. not, from on Teardrops country store on dresses. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That. She had that big lifted pink Chevy. That was like Did her, she? Yeah, that was like her. She came on. I think CMT and was like, look at my oh, really? ridiculous okay. truck. Yeah. Okay. We, that's, uh, yeah. I feel that's like she's over. still a little bit of that to oh, me. Okay. To me, mm-hmm. I've seen she's still a little country. I'd like to see, and I, listen, she's doing fine. But if you want my, if you want my advice, my, my, my uh, career advice, Taylor, you seem to be the biggest star in the world, sells out arenas at mm-hmm. this point. Actually stadiums, I think at this point. Um, I would, I would sex it up a little bit. Yeah. Just because, it's you know. Tan. Just a tad. Wouldn't kill you to throw no. on a, you know, something. I don't know. It could I, be classy. I yeah. Anyway, she's no. out there. Classy. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you. Alex. Yeah. Classy, sexy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a type of outfit. I can't think of anything right mm-hmm. now. But I would like to see that. I don't need to see you jumping around in front. Like she's always jumping up and down at the award shows. Mm-hmm. She's sitting out there with uh, Selena Gomez. They're pretending they're friends. I don't know if that's real or not, but. And they jump up and down a lot when somebody's performing. Mm-hmm. She sings along. It's a little. Um, she comes off a little immature. Yeah, is that just like, and and not in the way she acts because she seems an adult, but just in her body movements. Childlike. And stuff. Child, thank you. Yes, comes off a little childlike mm-hmm. to me. That's just my opinion, and that's not a bad thing. And I do like her. I mean, yeah, like but this is her on TV. She's kind of she was on Jimmy over. Fallon she's, this week, yeah. and she was, yeah, you know, she's but she's thirty five years old yeah. now. It's not like she's seventeen, right? I mean, yeah. she's in her thirties. I, I don't. I she's the kind of person that you look at and you go, oh, that girl's cute. You don't go, what a that woman. You know, like I don't yeah. think the word woman doesn't come to mind, even not though yet. she's older not than me. Yet. You know, but well, I still I've yet to see her rolling around on a beach nude and uh, sunburned mm-hmm. like Britney, but she's a little younger than Britney. Anyway. 
I love her and I like the new album and I, uh, God bless her. So maybe this is who we need to cling to more than we cling to these Kanye's and Britney's. Mm -hmm. This one seems like she's got it together. Seems normal. Does she have any crazy brothers or sisters or anything? Because a lot of times that'll be a problem. That could get you. Yeah, okay. like you know, in the uh, in the Miley Cyrus world, there's a couple of kooky, there's a couple of kooky Cyruses out there. Mm -hmm. Britney's had a couple. You know, she's got the the Jamie Lynn Spear. Their problems. Yeah, I yeah. got a problem with her. She's got a problem with me. She's this. Uh, blah, blah. I don't know if this Taylor Swift has show business brothers and sisters because they could be an issue. Austin Swift. Is he a prop? What is he? An American do? actor and producer who's been oh, in films such right. as Live by oh, Night Jesus. and It. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So. He's, but is he going to be, he's not punching anybody out or getting in any problems? No, it doesn't say. Okay. He doesn't have anything like that in there. We call it a Billy Carter syndrome. For mm -hmm. those of you who are old enough to remember, uh, Jimmy Carter, the president, had a brother named Billy Carter. Okay. He was like the loser brother mm -hmm. for, of Jimmy Carter. And it, it, it was, a, you know, why every day you'd hear another Billy Carter story. He had his own beer, Billy Beer. And it was, he was just a, a bit of a, a wild, wild man. Wild man, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was, so you always like, oh, Jesus, how do we get rid of this Billy Carter? Mm -hmm. It's going to fucking take down Jimmy Carter's presidential run with the, because of the crazy brother. So you got to be careful of the of the siblings. So I haven't heard anything yet about the Taylor Swift siblings. No, Austin. like if they're trying to get in the business or the singers or my sister's mad at me, she's going to say some. They start talking shit about yeah. Taylor to knock her down a peg. So hopefully that's the case. I, I think she has yeah. a nice family. IRS starts calling. He writes a tell all. They, uh, they you know what I'm saying. I know right? what you're she's saying. got what I'm saying. So anyway, that's the situation. The other thing I'd like to talk about is this movie that everyone. See, I'm hearing a lot of uh, talk about a movie called a Terrifier 2. Okay. Um, it's a low-budget horror film that I guess is... I'd, I'm not in the horror genre outside of, like, the big giant ones that I've, you know, maybe gone to see. It was, like, the last horror movie I think I saw in theaters. But there's a whole other, like, sub-genre of horror films that are... You know, just these real low-budget low slasher budget. movies. But there are people who just love them. Yes. And they go to those conventions, and they know all the characters. There are and, podcasts about that. Exactly. So there's this, there's this movie out there called The Terrifier 2. I didn't know there was a Terrifier 1, but I guess there was. Mm -hmm. And people <laughs> are saying that they are uh, they're watching these, and everyone is vomit. It's so... The guy's... The character's name... Uh, is uh, something like he's a cl another clown. Mm -hmm. Now, this is another thing that we need to get. I think clowns are really taking a rap here. I mean, they because now clowns have just become fully evil. Yes. They used, there was a time there where clowns were, okay, there was a couple of evil clowns out there. Poltergeist had an evil clown. Uh, it had an evil clown. Mm -hmm. But there was still... Sir, you know, fun clowns, they're circus clowns. clowns. They're still balloon clowns. Yeah. And, you know, we all, all of us in the same car clowns, big, big shoe clowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, water, a flower on your my lapel shoots water clown. You know, mm -hmm. we still had those. Yes. And we had the crazy clowns, but we also had fun. Hey, look at that clown. He's doing a fun thing. A bozo. Mm -hmm. Let's go bozo down a couple the of the good clowns. Thank you, Alex. Let's go down a couple of the good clowns. Bozo. Um, Emmett Kelly. <laughs> For those of you who are 60 and above. Emmett Kelly. There was a good clowns mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. Then it became... Now it's pure evil clowns. There's no good clowns left. There's Didn't you only... go to clown school? 
Alex, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> you were, you, you know how sensitive I am about my clown school. I'm sorry. I did not go to clown school. Right, I threatened to go to clown school many times in my youth. I was an angry, young, I was pent, <laughs> I had a lot of pent up theater aggression. aggression. Yes. And most people have aggression about sports mm-hmm. and lifting weights at that age, at that yeah. 16, 17, 18 year old age, you know, they're, they're pent up about women and they're pent up about whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, then they get their aggression out that way, punching walls or going out on the football field. Not me. I got my aggression out by screaming at my parents that I will, I will show everybody and I will join clown college. Mm-hmm. I had, I already had the, the directions to get there. I had cut out an ad from the paper mm-hmm. on what it's all about. It was, and this is not just any clown college. This is Ringling Brothers and Barnum yes. and Bailey. Barnum this and is, Bailey. This is top of the line. This mm. is if you make it through to the end, you're you're a top of the line clown. You're not a you're not doing parties in people's backyards. No. You're a three ring circus. You and I'm I'm out there with Gunther Gables. Yeah, he's he's got <laughs> the lions. I'm clowning. We're all have. I'm a Mishu, the little. Ringmaster, uh, little person, he's involved, mm-hmm. and I'm, um, you know, that's a, it's a big deal, top of the line. That's yeah. what I was going for. I was going Ringling Brothers and Bonnie Billy Clown School to where I would graduate to be A-list. top of the line, A list clown. Yeah, I never went because we never. My heated battles with my parents never got to the point where I said, "I'm out. I will see you in a year." And you probably won't recognize me because I'll be in white face makeup. I'll be in white face makeup with a big red wig on. Okay, so don't even try to talk to me Mm -hmm. because that's how I'm going to be unapproachable. Yeah, but it never happened. But anyway, I'm concerned now that we're getting too many evil clowns. Like you go into any one of these Halloween shops that are currently open all over in Mm -hmm. in every Office Depot that's closed down in your city. It's now a (laughs) spirit. it's, It's now a spirit. And they got a lot of evil Halloween masks, evil clown Halloween masks. And now this is the latest guy. This guy, the the the, the guy from this movie. Terrifier 2, Terrifier Art 2, the Clown. Art the Clown. He's a real terrifying looking clown. And I believe now we need some clowns, like I was saying about Kanye and Britney. Mm-hmm. Enough of the craziness. Let's find a decent person like yeah. a Taylor Swift. Let's find a clown of the people. Let's find, we need another clown. We need a clown to come back and go, hey, 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 hey. Let me just tell you, but squirt, squirt. Yeah. We're not murdering over here, okay? This is not who we, you remember? And he's juggling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Remember who we are? And then the, he's, and then the, he'll go over to, lean over to a kid to tell him, I'm a good clown. And the kid will start crying because he believes all clowns are evil. Are evil. Of the, Hollywood mm-hmm. has, has ruined clowning. And then the clown, the, the nice clown goes, hang on a second and let me dry your tears. And he starts pulling a handkerchief from his pocket. And it's not just a normal handkerchief. No. It, it keeps going. It's just different colors. And this kid, all of a sudden a smile appears on this kid's face. What is that? It's a long handkerchief. He goes, yeah. And then he has a flower on his lapel. Mm-hmm. And the kid goes, can I smell that? And he goes, absolutely. Get a water in, his face. in the face. And now everybody, all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute. This is the clowning that we... That has been ruined by Art the Clown, mm-hmm. by by the, the guy who's got the red balloon and it, yeah. it luring children to a sewer. That's not what clowning is. Clowning is about big shoes. Mm-hmm. How'd, you, how'd you get here today to this clown convention for good clowns? How did I get here? In a car with 19 other clowns. That's how we drive around. We put a bunch of us. Yeah. Is there any other In clown? In a Fiat. Okay, sure. Pick yeah. your, I don't know what car you. I don't know what Fiat. Why yeah. are they driving in a Fiat? Because it's really small, oh, so it it's extra comical. 
God, you never went to clown school. I, I, I did. You did it. I know. I don't. I, I didn't know they were in a. Okay, sure, fair enough. A fiat, <laughs> whatever it is. But I'm just saying. I'm trying to think of any other clown stereotypes that are missing out on in my in my clown. The big shoes. I said the big shoes. We got the like the water squirting. The you know mm-hmm. the, the the. I feel like the nap the handkerchief is a big one. The the, the honking nose. The honking nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, let's bring back some good clowns. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think anybody likes clowns anymore. Like, not even kids. So, what about a clown? Like, oh, clowns are, I'm out with clowns. Like, clowns are done. And it's sad, Mm -hmm. you know, because there was a time when it was a big, it was a money-making venture. I mean, Bozo the Clown, out of Chicago. I've been to the original Bozo Studios in Chicago, WGN, I believe. And I, we used to watch Bozo on tv like mm-hmm. it was an afternoon show here comes this bozo the clown creepy look ronald mcdonald his clown was hawking hamburgers for years yeah. decent clown i think mm-hmm. clown, he's got a breakfast sandwich too he can't be that bad wait a minute ronald also was around during the breakfast sandwich year? i mean he still sits on the bench in front of the one i go to no. so i think he's <laughs> he still around. Yeah. i don't think they do they even use ronald anymore over uh, mcdonald's or is he we, i'd have to look it up even Maybe burger the, king had a clown didn't yeah. they or is he was he a king i think he, he seemed a like king. a clown king yeah whatever well i, I would say that all these scary psycho clowns only even started the clown thing because they knew they could lure kids in Originally, oh, gotcha. kids loved clowns, so That's we just got to get back to that. We have to revert. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, David Howard Thornton plays Art the Clown in Terrifier Two. And Terrifier Two, th- what you're reading is, I can see, you know, there are people are vomiting in the mm. theaters, and I know this is hype to get people to come to the movie, but yeah. whatever, it works because the movie costs like nothing. I think that it, they and it took in. It's already made $5.2 million at the box office. It wasn't even supposed to be released in theaters. Mm-mm. And people are going. They made it for $250,000. It's at $5.2 million. They're saying people are fainting at screenings. They're vomiting. They're, uh, they're, they're because there's, it's very violent. Mm-hmm. You know, in a, I guess in a comical slasher kind of way, they cut women in half and all that shit. Yeah. A lot of blood and whatever. I mean, I don't know. That's not my type of movie, but God bless people. Terrify 2 is the first indie film to come out of left field and find mainstream success. The Blair Witch Project. Remember that one? Yeah. That was one of those. It cost $75,000 to make, and it's that was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that one and being fucking terrified. Uh, yeah, so it's making some money. So I'm all right with that. God, good, good luck to the guys who made this movie. Good luck to Art the Clown. So now the next one will be, you know, full budget behind it. There'll yeah. be a big giant Paramount Pictures, uh, you know, it'll, part three will be a huge event. Art the Clown's going to be the new, you know, Freddy Krueger, where everybody knows who he is, or Jason from Friday the 13th. We all know him and blah, blah, blah. So congratulations to the people over Terrifier 2. That's our Halloween portion of this. This is like our Halloween episode, isn't mm, it? More or less. I mean, we yeah. are. Isn't Halloween Monday? Yes. This is our Halloween episode. I'm a little concerned about when this, uh, when we're doing fall back and spring ahead, because I feel like we're supposed to be doing it by now. But then I read it's not till like November 6th or 7th or something, which is November 6th. Am I crazy? That seems late because it's, I used, we used to do it right before Halloween because I woke up this morning. I get up early. Yeah. I get up early. I get up early uh, because I want to prepare myself for this podcast, as you can tell by. My uh, my ramblings go nowhere that I'm completely prepared at all times for this podcast. And 
I was pitch dark out this morning at 6.30 in the morning. And I was curious as to, like, when is all this happening, this fall back? Because mm-hmm. it's very, it was very fall-like here in L.A. this yes. morning. It felt very fall-like. Chilly. Chilly and, and, you know, kind of we're in. This is uh, Halloween time and Halloween's already over. We've already moved on from Halloween. And that hasn't even happened yet. But in the Frangiola here at the house, because we have a daughter who's three and a half, she's Halloween crazy. We Every day we have to do something Halloween related. Nice. That's happened. Yeah. That's been a, since about September 28th. We've made more fucking pumpkin cookies. We've got more pumpkins in this house. of uh, it, Real pumpkins, fake pumpkins, pi- pumpkin pillows, pumpkin, you fucking pumpkins everywhere. Like, I don't even know what we're going to do with this shit. Like, when it's over, and we got to put this all in boxes. You know, who's going to do it? Me. I got to do it. You have to. Yeah. So it's like my wife keeps coming home from these places with more fucking pumpkins. I'm like, ah, enough of the pump- I got to put all this shit away up in the attic. Mm-hmm. We got... I don't have enough boxes for these fucking pumpkins. So let's stop. She, We got it. We could just show her the same pumpkin from yesterday. She doesn't know the fucking She doesn't that's know. It. No, it's, this is the pumpkin. So, and then we made cookies last night, pumpkin cookies that I bought at Costco. It's a pumpkin cookie set. Okay. Now let me tell you about this pumpkin cookie set, Alex. Okay. It comes with 25 cookies. You know, I don't think they're for eating. They're for decorating. They're decorating, And yeah. once you decorate them, you throw them in the garbage because they're not even edible. Yeah. They're in a package that's been, we've had, I've had it for a month. So they're not like <laughs> fresh or anything. No. But they they got, they got like 10 of them. Let's say 12 of them shaped like ghosts. 12 of them shaped like pumpkins. Mm-hmm. That's 24 cookies. I don't know if you count them along. And, uh, and also it comes with everything. Everything you get, you you want to put little eyes on them, little little ghost eyes. You get a little packet of ghost eyes, packet of pumpkin eyes, packet of pumpkin mouth, packet of fucking this, packet mm. of glitter, a lot of glitter, fucking glitter, but bane of my gets existence. everywhere. Oh, I fucking hate it. But there's like sugary glitter, and then it comes with two little squirties of of frosting, white and orange. Do you pumpkin and orange? Do you pumpkin and white? Okay, so we sit down at the kitchen table last night. We're gonna here we go. Let's decorate, and we put out. 24 fucking ghosts and pumpkins. And I we start squirting the jizz on them from the packet. Mm-hmm. And we get one pumpkin covered and one ghost covered. And we are halfway through the jizz. <laughs> and then we and we put a couple of eyes on a couple of, they come with, you could put a little bow tie. They oh, have nice. a little package of candy bow ties if you want to put on the clown, make a cute clown, not eerie clown. And so my daughter's like, I want to put a bow tie. I said, go ahead and put a bow tie. I want to put a bow tie on all of them. And I look and I'm like, there's only three bow ties. Three bow ties, 24 fucking, 12 mm. clap, 12 ghosts. Yeah. Pumpkins. A half an ounce pumpkins. of jizz. There was no way this jizz could have covered uh, any, all of that. Any, all of them. Yeah. No fucking way. No way. No way. I mean, I, we covered two. We were using extra jizz, admittedly. My daughter goes wild when she, you know, anything that's just <laughs> pumping it out. And... But I still would have, I was like, what, how much, there's no way these things added up. Mm-hmm. When you package this, it said, it says a female owned company right on the box, female owned company in big letters. I was like, well, obviously they don't know anything about jizz. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it out. everybody. But it just, there wasn't enough eyes for the pumpkins. So 12 pumpkins, Alex, are you staying with me? I am. 12 pumpkins, three mouths. So I was like, are we just supposed to decorate the shit out of 
three of them and say, throw the rest in the garbage. We throw them all in the garbage because finally I, my daughter, I was like, she, she finishes it. She's like, can I take a bite? I said, yeah, take a bite. So, of course, she eats it. She loves it because it's just shit, can't, you know, sugary shit. She eats the whole fucking pumpkin and then starts spooning just the, the glittery uh, sugar into her mouth, just spooning it in. And I couldn't stop it. I, I, if I tried, she would have freaked out. So mm-hmm. I just said, okay, just eat it all. Eat, eat all the fucking sugar and all the pumpkin shit and all the frosting. Just eat it all. And she did. And then, of course, you know, we try bedtime is f- forget about it. Yeah. She's fucking wild on, on, on pumpkin jizz. And there's no way we're going to. She 10, 10 p.m. She's laying in the crib like some crackhead, wide eyes, wide open. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a, I bought her this worst mistake I've ever made. I got, I saw it on Instagram. It's like a little pear nightlight. Mm-hmm. And it looked cute. It's shaped like a pear, and you squeeze it, it changes colors, it changes brightnesses, and whatever. Charge it up. and So I give it to her last, last night, and in the crib, and she's sitting there, 10, 10 p.m. She's usually in bed, you know, asleep by 8, but she's all charged up on fucking glitter. And she's looking at this fucking pear, <laughs> just squeezing it and changing <laughs> colors like a crackhead. Yeah. And just watching it turn green and red and blue. And she's, finally, I was just like, all right, well... That's what you want to do. I'm going to walk. I walked away and mm-hmm. just, just tried to read about, you know, something for this podcast and heard her in there screaming and she finally went to sleep. I don't know. Today's going to be a nightmare, but that's not my business. That's where we have people to take care of that. So that's why I sit here and hope for the best. But anyway, I threw everything out last night. Mm-hmm. So I got them. We decorated them, threw them all away. But I was a little upset about the portioning of the frosting, mm-hmm. the ratio of frosting to cookie. I was a little upset enough. about, yeah. And then I was a little upset about, like, how shitty they were. Like, if we're going to make cookies here, let's make some fucking, let's have make something we can eat when we're done with, you know? Real terrible. Anyway, but I was like 12 bucks at Costco. I can't, it's not the worst thing in the world. And there you go. Anyway, on to some other things. I got we- one update for you real quick. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. By the Emergency Policy Act of 2005, daylight savings time was extended in the U.S. beginning in 2007 to end in November. So you were right. When you were younger, it's actually been extended twice. Oh. Uh, once- I know some states don't do it. Mm-hmm. There's a few. I think Arizona. I don't. Arizona doesn't do it. Yeah. And I'm not sure who else, but... It's it's an interesting thing because I thought a couple of years ago here in Los Angeles we voted to end it, and I don't know whatever happened because I don't we didn't end it. Mm-hmm. It's still going. I, I'm I'm okay with it. It never bothered me too much because, uh, it, but I know some people really really hate it. Yeah, with the exception of Arizona, the entire continental United States does. Okay, it and looks like it's all the islands, Hawaii, and Arizona. They do do it, or they don't. Honestly, it's not even the full state of Arizona. It's most of Arizona. Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, northeast Arizona does. But anyway, yeah. That's and it was initially created to help farmers or something. Farmers, Wasn't yes. That what it was to optimize work. Yeah, I believe yeah. it is an interesting time. It always does put me in the kind of like a. I guess it puts me in a kind of a good mood because I'm always like, all right, I feel like we're getting into you know back mm-hmm. when you were like Christmas time and stuff. Like it's getting Christmassy, and so that'll be fun and. So there you go, everybody. There's oh. some other stories. Go ahead, Alex. I was what just going to say, it was started, or it was pro- originally proposed by Benjamin Franklin in 1784. Wow. Uh, that long ago? Yeah, he'd wrote an essay titled, an, Ep- an Economical Project for Diminishing the Cost of Light. So that's where okay. it comes from. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's why we mm-hmm. need to change it because it's been a while. Yeah. Since was it was there even light back then? I guess didn't he? I mean, well, he, that's Thomas yeah. Edison invented the well, light yeah. bulb. But I don't think Ben Franklin had a light bulb yet. Mm. He did invent electricity, which mm. who I think I don't know. That's what they tell you in school, right? Yeah. A kite. But there, a yeah, kite? he used a kite to and a lightning bolt and a key on the kite mm-hmm. and whatever. I, listen, I barely listened in school. Mm-hmm. The only thing I took away from it was Ben Franklin flew a kite. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria were the three boats Christopher Columbus sailed upon. Yeah. And one this of the is, presidents chopped down a cherry tree. That was a weird one, too. Was yeah. that Washington or Lincoln? One of them. I know, but it was a cherry tree. <laughs> it was tree. a cherry yeah. tree. And none of, all of it's bullshit. Yeah. It's all lies. No, it's, it's all. It is funny, because now you like, look, they used to show you these pictures of, of um, you know, the, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, Columbus arriving, mm-hmm. and it was like the, the Indian shaking his hand, yeah. like, welcome mm-hmm. to the country. So it's just, wa- the pilgrims sitting down with the Indians at a table mm-hmm. with a cornucopia. That's amazing. Did I ever tell you the time we made a cornucopia? No. You know what a cornucopia is, right? Oh, I, do I ever? Yeah. Okay. Well, one time I was, a, I had a bit of a knack for art. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore. It just went away. But I did at one time in my life, had a bit of a knack for art. I would do some things where my family would be like, you know, this might be hanging around for a little while. Mm-hmm. We might be using this. This might be something we could use throughout our lives as as a decoration for for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This cornucopia that Chris made out of paper mache, it's pretty nice. Yeah, and uh, so I did. I made a paper mache cornucopia in school, painted it nice colors, put some fall like a pumpkin on a leaf, whatever. And then inside you can stuff whatever the fuck you want stuff in there. Mm-hmm. In the Frangiola house, we stuffed you know uh, hamburger buns. <laughs> a bag of Wonder hamburger buns got stuffed in there. Not exactly the most uh, the the most festive thing to put in there. Wouldn't but it made the wouldn't have made the Indians happy. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I don't think anything's making the Indians happy. You know, they got they have a rough. It's yeah. it's we took their land. Yeah, they're not happy about it. They, no. are they happy that we changed the name of the team in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. What what more do you want? From yeah, us? it's going to take more than some Wonder Bread. <laughs> so anyway, that's the situation. I did make a nice cornucopia. I think I think my mom might still have it, although she did throw everything away recently. She's like, my one my one brother got upset. He's like, oh, but why make? Sure? What am I going to do with this shit? Mm-hmm. You're you're all you're in your fifties now. Yeah. I, we don't need your fucking crap anymore. Like your father and I, we got to pare down. Uh, we don't have much time left here, and somebody's got to carry your father's body to the you know. And we don't want things getting in the way when your father falls over and dies in the back of the room. We don't want him hitting a cornucopia that Christopher made when he was nine, mm-hmm. you know. So, and getting impaled. So, we got to think about that. We got to think about that. Uh, anyway, the other thing I want to talk about a little bit was a, a, an article I did read last night in the New York Times about, um, about like, the movements that have been happening in the last five years, <clears throat> whether it be Me Too or, uh, or a lot BLM. of um, BLM and, uh, and all these movements that have been happening. Stop Asian hatred. All these things. Yes. All the things we're all going to be woke is a term i hate to use because it, it's almost like saying we get we get we've gotten into a weird area with all these people who are who are real they're real people they're all these are all real people with feelings and mm-hmm. and whether they're different than you or whatever they all you know i'm talking even the trans movement and everything they were all real trans people out there who have difficulty in life because they are this way mm-hmm so when we're all like, "Well, fuck these stupid trans people," you know, you can't just do that to people. I mean, I hate to be this guy, you know, but I mean, I'm a little bit that guy. Like, 
I, I admit sometimes things get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. We have we have gone a little over, but I think a lot of that shit's overblown by it's, the media and stuff. It comes too. from the right place, I guess. Show sure, sure, sure. But there was a big movement. Let's just pare it down to something as simple as like here in Hollywood. It was a lot of like they came to the point where like there was no representation in in writers' rooms and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was probably it was actually was true. I mean, I've been in a lot of writers' rooms, and for the most part. It was uh, 95% white men in all writers' rooms for the most part of sitcoms and everything from the 90s, 80s on until just recently. So then they decided, well, that's the end of that. We're going to start getting all different people in here, different representations. We're going to make movies about different, not just whitey movies. We're going to make all sorts of things for all people Mm -hmm. to see themselves represented on screen. And that's all probably a good idea, as it should be, you know. Let's get more people in the writer's room instead of fucking old whiteys. But now, according to the New York Times, it's been a bit of a little bit of a kind of a over, an they, over they, did they overcorrect a recorrection? Because it was interesting. I'll I could be perfectly honest with you. There were moments shows that I was working on where they were like, OK, you guys all have to leave and we're going to you're going to be replaced by 23 year old. Let's and then this is I'm just not trying to be racist. I'm just telling you the facts. Like we're gonna get a twenty-three-year-old Asian girl and a twenty-three-year-old black girl, mm-hmm. and now you're gonna take take the show from here on out. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but 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 are they comedian? Like, what do they know about writing? It doesn't make any difference. They don't need to know anything mm-hmm. about writing. But then it began to affect the actual product in the end because, in the end, not saying that that old white men are the best at this, but they we just were we knew we're comedians and we've been around a long time, mm-hmm. so we're able to kind of get. So it was starting to reflect in some of the shows. That were getting people weren't ready for the job, you know. Yes, and that, so now this article in the Times is saying things. And that's like not that. to say they'll never be ready. No, exactly. They're brand like, new. It's just, yeah, nobody's good. No, no white kids go to twenty three. Yeah. Nobody's good at it. So it was just one of those things where maybe it's a bit of a correction. Now they're trying to correct it back. Like let's find a place where we can the show in the end will actually still be good, but it'll also have some representation of all different people mm-hmm. in the writers' room, which is great. And then of course they they pointed out. Uh, things like uh, Bros, which we talked about on here, and uh, and Easter Sunday, Joe Coy's movie. And they were like, well, we tried. You know, listen, we released a, a, a gay rom-com mm-hmm. and nobody went. And we released a Filipino rom-com and nobody went. And, you know, so so you tell us, what, what, what we can't let, we. this is a business like yeah. any other. If we're not making money here, we're, we'll fucking just pack it up and go home. So it's it was an interesting article in that way saying what do we do now because whether whoever didn't show up but it, then the one guy made a good point he's like yeah well there's been white movies that bombed too but you still make them mm-hmm. you know like so you so Easter Sunday bombed doesn't so we can't make Filipino movies anymore mm-hmm. and so that was a good point true but I don't know it was all very interesting I don't have any answers for it but it is interesting to see where it'll go from here yeah. Like what will it be? Because I would, I remember. I'll give you. I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Lights Out with David Spade. That show had started around the time where it was like, this is what the writers' room is going to be. This is what it has to be. Mm-hmm. Like there are, there's no. You can't do it otherwise. Like the Writers Guild of America had their say, and there had to be representation of all. But it was like, yeah, all right, that's all well and good, but. And in the case of Spade, they did find people who were actually pretty good for the job. And but other other ones are like, this is not going to work. This person's twenty two years old, mm-hmm. and they they don't know anything about 
Yeah. Anything. Never even taken a creative writing <laughs> class. So, yeah, it was just an odd way to go about it. But, you know, every, Hollywood is that we are the kings of stupid overcorrecting. I mean, mm-hmm. we love to fucking just just be dumb overcorrecting, whatever. So, anyway, not that this, I, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I don't it's have interesting. any. I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any answers to it or anything. And I honestly have not seen Bros nor Easter Sunday. So maybe I'm part of the problem. Um, and it turns out that we said, you know, Billy Eichner was saying that the reason why bros was not hit because the straights did not come out for a gay rom-com. Mm-hmm. And we said, well, nobody will come out. Nobody's coming out for anything right now in the movies. So yeah. I don't know if you necessarily be on the straights. And I, and I made a proclamation saying that if tickets to paradise, ticket to paradise, whatever, with George Clooney and Julia Roberts goes on to make big money this weekend, it came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I would maybe Billy Eichner might have something. Well, they came out for the straight rom com with with Julia Roberts and, and and George Clooney, and sure enough, what did it make? Alex made sixteen point three million. Sixteen point three million, which was a pretty good, which is good by today's standards. Mm-hmm. By today's movie standards, that is, and for a romantic comedy, that is a pretty good to haul. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm wrong. And they project that most October releases that uh, that go on to make between 15 and 17 in the first week, usually yeah. go on to gross about 50 to 52. So they think this movie will probably be worth, or probably make about 52 million in the box office. See, that's what they I, guess. I, 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 see, but a 52 million for a Clooney, for a Clooney Julia Roberts good. movie, that's, I don't think that's a hit. No. And especially this was filmed mm-hmm. on, on location. And this yeah. movie cost a lot of money. Yeah. I bet this movie cost 40 million bucks mm-hmm. before all said and done. But I think also when I was what I was reading was a lot of romantic comedies typically don't do well in this month. This month is normally a hard month for rom-coms. Well. Because you got a lot of holidays around the corner. You got a lot of horror going on right now. Yeah, you got yeah. that one with uh, Art, Art the, the Clown. clown. Yeah. yeah. So th- maybe you should do a, a, a rom-com with Julia Roberts and Art the Clown mm-hmm. go to a, uh, their, their daughter's wedding. Yeah. So I, I think I just fixed Hollywood. Yeah. Make, mix the two genres mm. and uh, and then ha- have Billy Eichner come and uh, and then Art the Clown leaves Julia Roberts for Billy Eichner and then you got your gay in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, see? And then they are sailing back from the island where the, where the wedding was and they stop in the Philippines and have a party with Joe, Joe Coy. Coy. yeah. And they everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. There you go. Did I fix it? I think so. And then they get back to America, and Billy Porter is the is the uh, Cinderella. I think I, you know what? Write it. Give me a pen. Let me write this <laughs> script. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, one more problem, and then we'll get out of here because this is our Halloween episode, which I don't think uh, not enough people, you know, candy bars that we're all going to be handing out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're smaller than they were. It's not your imagination. A lot of people were out there going, wait a minute. I think these candy bars are smaller than they used to be. And yeah, they're all smaller. This year, this Halloween, all candy bars, fun size. I'm talking the little one. They will be smaller. Consumers can partly blame shrinkflation, the phenomenon of manufacturers reducing the size of their products rather than increasing the price. Over the past two years, companies have downsized paper products, salty snacks, and many other consumer packaged goods as their ingredients, labor, and transportation costs have skyrocketed. But it's also part of the years-long plan to make Americans less caloric. Okay, so they're making them small because the fat bastards out there are fucking it up. In 2017, Mar- Mars Wrigley, the uh, Nestle, 
uh, Russell, Giardelli, all the chocolate companies join forces to decrease calorie counts, of, uh, <laughs> offer a broader range of portion How sizes, convenient. and provide labeling that lists the calories on the front of the pack. That has ruined so many fun things for mm -hmm. me. I remember when they finally threw up those calories counts on things. It ruined Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I still go, but I, I have to tell yeah. you, instead of picking up the big Cheesecake Factory book, that menu that you know you go through and it not only has the menu, it has some ads for weird art in yeah. the middle. Like you want a local attorney. Yeah, you want yeah, local attorney. You want an odd ceramic bowl? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, here's, yeah. here's a guy who sells ceramic bowls in the shitty mall. He's in there. And then an attorney's in there. Mm -hmm. And then you in between the hamburgers is and the pasta is another. Yeah. Subaru yeah. of Glendale. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's a big thing. Got a like a little uh, ring binder on it. Mm-hmm. But now they got they threw in a skinny menu because people were like, wait a minute, that thing's 7,000 calories? I, what do I? So I put in a skinny menu, and I got to tell you, I now order from the skinny menu. Okay. Because I don't want to like the guy. I was like, yeah, fuck, get that out of here. Give me the fat guy menu with the, with the attorneys in it. So that's what they're doing. So they're putting the calorie counts on it, and they are all smaller. Uh, Jolly Ranchers are going to be smaller. Twizzle are going to be smaller. York Pep, Alex's favorite, York Peppermint Patties. How dare them. Uh, the, oh, York Peppermint Patties is releasing a zero sugar option. Interesting. Yeah, so you got that. You get the, yeah. um, a 76-ounce uh, Snickers bar is uh, 0.76 ounces. That's what it'll be this year, which is less than last year. It's only going to be 100 calories. Mars Wrigley designed, de declined to comment on it. Anyway, what we're saying is everything's going to be small this year, so go out. Just ask for two. Mm -hmm. That was the angle on um, when uh, I think it was M uh, Mike Bloomberg, remember years ago in New York City, he said no more big soda. sodas. We yeah. stop the, and that, remember everybody. Oh, that Freaking was, out. That was the simpler times in, mm -hmm. in life when uh, our biggest concerns were big sodas. And I remember I seen one guy in the news he was so upset about it. You know, he was standing out in front of 7-Eleven and I asked him, what are you? He said, well, I don't want the government to tell me how much soda I can have. Like, I love soda. And the guy was, this, some guy was standing next to him. He goes, why don't you just get two sodas then? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, that's right. I could still get, I'll just have two sodas. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody was like really crap. Like the 7-Eleven people were like, you could, we still got the big cups back here. Just yeah. You say if you want a big cup, just ask. Just us. ask. We're not gonna. I'm not policing mm. the cup size. They sell lighters to twelve year olds. They're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not gonna right. not give you. Yeah, here's your giant cup. Yeah, you could uh, take your giant soda in. So, I gotta tell you, a lot of times I like a big soda cup, and it's only for this reason. I like to put a lot of ice in it. Oh, okay. You know that about me? Yeah. And then so then well, I well no, but I do now. Yeah, well, it's what I do at the movies when I go see uh, you know. <laughs> You're an extra ice kind of guy. Extra right? ice, yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, I've always been a light ice guy. Yeah. Have can, you really? Yeah, but I can appreciate it. I get cold tea. You know what? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, if you didn't have to tell. I Everything about you says light ice. I swear <laughs> to God, I would have known your light ice for just by looking at you, just by some of the things you've told me you're into okay. over the over our four years together. I knew you were a light ice guy. And you know what I just realized? It's, it's, it's one of your worst traits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I got it from he's my stepmother. Light, yeah, so. light ice guy. Is there anything worse than light ice person? Or no ice. Yeah, no mm. ice person. Oh, no. No ice. No ice. Maybe, is that a two thing? Why do people do no ice? That might be a two greater thing. than like diet Coke over ice. You no ice freaks. Shut the fuck up. Oh, boy. All right. That's it. What else can we, that, what more do you need from us? I don't, I don't know what else we could talk about. We Happy Halloween. Uh, go out and have fun. 
Monday is Halloween. I guess Saturday will be the party night. This Saturday will be, I'm going to Halloween parties. Please slut it up. Please. Mm -hmm. I'm begging you, people. Slut it. That's what Halloween is for. Don't ruin Halloween. Yes. Don't ruin this. This holiday is for the heathens. Exactly. We've already ruined sluttiness for everybody like in the world. I saw it in Vegas when I was there just, Mm -hmm. you know, this weekend. I saw the sluttiness is gone. It's gone. Like all of the fun that was once Vegas was, you know, the outfits, the sluttiness, the, you know, let's go up to the room, all mm-hmm. that. Seemingly, I was just looking around a little bit. It seems to be gone. Yeah. So we did that. We, we, we've, we've politically correct whatever the term is, all of us into bores. Mm-hmm. But we still had, at least we had Halloween where everybody just slutted it up and put on, you know, whatever yeah. slutty outfit. And it looked a cat. I'm a nurse. Yes. Are you? It all looked good. But now I think it's even swinging like that. Cover yourself up. Put on a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. What what kind of costume has a Be full creative. covered jumpsuit? Yeah. Let's not. Mm-mm. Let's give us everybody a good time here. Enough is enough. Yeah. Okay, please. So go out, have fun. Go to parties. Do what people do. Post pics. Show me pictures. I'm, I'm, I always love to see a picture. The sluttier, the better. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I'm not going. I don't think I'm going anywhere. We don't have any parties to go to. We'll go trick-or-treating on Monday with my daughter, you know, we go around to the houses. And so that'll be fun. But not, there's not going to be no parties, no. nothing like that. So I'll be Saturday night. I'll be sitting here, you know, just watching people maybe go past me driving to fun parties. Used to love it. Oh, I remember one. I don't want to talk about my old life. But, you know, there were some times where things were. Things were a little different. Things were a little different. Okay. And I went somewhere up in the hills, Hollywood Hills. I oh. got invited to some exclusive party. There mm-hmm. I was. I forget what I was dressed like. I used to go as a thing. Every year I went as the same thing. Handsome Devil. Ooh. Where I put like a, you know, like horns on my head, like red glasses. And, you know, but yeah. I still looked good. That was the thing. You, you don't want to fuck yourself up, mm-hmm. you know, looking goopy with like all such shit on your face. So I tried to still look cute. That was the plan. This was back during slutty days, you know, where people, and it worked. Oh, I went to this party, and I think I hooked up with a uh, a girl dressed like uh, like She-Ra or Ooh. one of those, like a, some sort of superhero. Mm-hmm. I remember being a bit of a process yeah. when we were all getting you know getting it on in a car. I think, and it was like, oh, get take off your shoulder pads. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Oh Jesus! We're just having fun over here on cover to cover. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. We had, we're doing this one a little early today because Alex, this fucking court with this guy. I mean, dealing with with a with a convict is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It, I mean, these these convicted criminals. Oh, can you sign you, my papers? Yeah, you try to give them a second chance at life. You know, you try to hire them and give them a second chance at life, but it becomes a lot of problem. Mm-hmm. They always have court dates. They always got to do this. They have shady mm-hmm. business going on. So we have to move things around because this guy's always got court dates or Zoom court or some sort of court so that we were doing a little early. So I was it was sprung upon me. So I wasn't I didn't have enough topics, but we made it through. Yeah, we did fine. And then Alex can go to his court. Seems this court thinks he's dragging off for a long time. This yes, is still is. from this DUI yeah. that he got for having a half a Bud Light and in, in, at some open mic in Texas. And uh, he's still paying for it. Still going. So we did a little early, but we're going to release it on Thursday to you guys. And like I said, happy Halloween. Happy Thank Halloween. Thank you all. Uh, Batavia um, is where I'll be coming next. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it seems to be doing... I'm, I'm excited about this Batavia, Illinois. I don't know what Batavia is or anything about it. People have been very nice sending me 
restaurants to go to. My friend Josh Wolf texted me last night, and he's like, I see you doing Batavia. I did it, loved it. He goes, you're going to kill it. And he said, I suggest, here's my suggestion to you. And he goes, I would stay in Chicago and just have them drive you out to Batavia every night. And I said, how long's the drive? He goes, oh, it's 45, 50-minute drive every night before the show and after the show. I was like, fuck that. I'm staying in Batavia. I don't want to do that drive. Like what? He goes, yeah, but then you can hang around in Chicago in the daytime. I'm like, yeah, I've done Chicago before. Like, I love Chicago, and I'll be back there. But this one's going to be, I'd rather walk around the street to Batavia. Yeah, look at this. Look at this Batavia. I know. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. It's a nice thing. So I'm, I'm taking the hotel in Batavia. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Batavia. Yeah. So if you people know me, if you heard of, if you've seen me, if you know anything, uh, while I'm there for three days, one of the one to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so it's a long one. Uh, let me know. Let me know. Give me your give me your things to do, and don't give me like fancy restaurants. People are always like, "This is a great restaurant." I'm like, I don't have time for that. My shows at I gotta be at the comedy club at six p.m. Fancy, I can't sit down at a fancy restaurant at 8 p.m. and have a nice mm-hmm. meal. I need shit chicken wings and shit like that, you know, to get just go and quickly eat and, and blah, blah. So that's the situation. Excited about it. That is in November, I think, uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, Frangiola.fun has everything and all the other shows that end the end of the year. It'll take me to the end of 2022 stand-up-wise and then see what 2023 has to offer. Um, uh it's going to be wild. I mean, 2022 was my busiest stand-up year, I think, ever. I did a thousand cities, uh, and it was nice to many of you came out. We had a good run. We were killing it. I mean, most for the most part, I did good. You mm-hmm. know the cities that were a problem. I've mentioned them to you. Alaska, bit of an issue. But that was just because it was nice out. And nothing. People wanted to come, but mm-hmm. they can't come when it's but 60 degrees. you're going degree. back. I well, let's not get crazy. I <laughs> I said I'd go back, whether I choose to or not. It's not okay. until it's so not you haven't signed it. It's yet. not until next November. Oh, not wow. this November. Next November. Oh yeah, you get time. so I got plenty of time to bail on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, depend, <laughs> depending on where my life goes, you know, yeah. if my life was working out well, and I don't need a twelve hundred dollars, whatever the fuck they gave me for uh, that mm-hmm. weekend, uh, it was it was not enough to for what I had to deal with. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so I don't know. We'll have to see. And then, of course, the other ones that I just bailed on completely, the Syracuse's and the Albany's. And that was, but otherwise, it was great. It was a good year. I'm going to look back on the year. We're going to get to all that because we're coming to the end here, Alex. Yeah. We'll I do mean, a year wrap up. I mean, I'm looking back on the year, I feel like this podcast did well. We mm-hmm. did better than we've ever done. What quality of the podcast, I don't know. We have the, the Vermont Country Store catalog right here. It's sitting here with me. We're going to be going through it. I'm, next episode, we'll be going through it. And uh, it's the Christmas one. And it really does oh. put you in the... I mean, they get a whole... They Here's the brothers. It's Gardner. We knew it was, there was a Gardner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Cabot, Elliot, and Lyman. Lyman. Those are the Ortons. Um, they are the proprietors of the Vermont Country Store. And it was started by in 1946 by Vrest. Vrest. V-R-E-S-T. And Milford Orton. Vrest and Milford. Okay. They started it as just a small, you know, mail order catalog. They had a thousand people on their Christmas card list, and they started, you know, throwing out ideas for stuff to buy. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, boom, here we are with the, you know nightgowns and shit. And uh, 
But they got a lot of nice, a lot of cute stuff. Over sixty five bucks. You spend over sixty five bucks, free shipping. Free shipping. And honestly, I gotta tell you, no bargains in the Vermont country store. So it's pretty easy to go over sixty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. You get a couple of shitty German breads or whatever that's sort you know, they got this this desserts that mm-hmm. You know, safe to say, that, like raisin bread, the German holiday uh, bread. I mean, they got all stuff. the stuff that, like, you know, what when you go into somebody's house, it's like, oh, I got it, I got it. It's like a family tradition or whatever to serve the milk chocolate covered spiced cookies mm-hmm. with cherry fruit inside. Ooh, nobody likes those. You know the one I'm talking about? It's got like a white yeah. frosting on the outside. These cookies are baked in Nuremberg, Germany. They say no more there. That yeah. place has had its issues. Uh, the gingerbread capital of the world. So, you know. Oh, it is? That makes that. sense. Yeah, Nuremberg. Oh, Germany. The mm-hmm. gingerbread. See, these are things I like to stick in my brain. Just in case I'm ever like on Jeopardy. They go, what is the gingerbread capital of the world? I go, Nuremberg, Germany. Nuremberg. The gingerbread capital of the world. So, you know, they have to be good. They're soft and spiced and filled with cherry fruit. Nobody likes this. A filling similar to cherry preserves. Best of all, they're covered in rich milk chocolate. Two 6.1 ounce bags. You get 12 cookies per bag. Mm-hmm. So you get 24 cookies total. What do you think that goes for, Alex? What do you think you get 24? Hold on. Let me give you the uh, milk chocolate covered spiced cookies filled with cherry fruit. 24. Two bags. What do you I'm think gonna, I'm going to say, uh, hmm. Ooh, those could go high or low. I'm going to say for 24 cookies, I'm going to say yep. $18. Well, if we were on prices right, you'd. You'd be you'd be wrong because you went over. Oh, okay. But you didn't go over by much. Okay. You went over by one dollar. Oh, all right. Sixteen dollars and ninety cents. So nice. you went over by a dollar ten. So that's not a bad call. The other thing they have in here, which I as a child I remember really wanting, is those chocolate liquor bottles. Oh yeah. That you know they got the liquor inside. You bite it off. You bite it off, and it's like amaretto in there and stuff. So uh, that that's always exciting. But they got fruit cake. I think we did this last year, but and we'll get we'll delve more into this. Yeah, uh, you've not heard the last. No, you have not heard the last of this. But <laughs> now, fruitcake is an interesting one because I don't know. Like, it's I know the rap on fruitcake. We all know the rap on fruitcake. My father likes it. He really mm-hmm. he does. He doesn't understand the rap on it. He doesn't understand why people shit on it. He's like, this is a quality dessert. Yes, and my father's a dessert guy. He, he but he's like, I don't know. I like a fruitcake. I like a candied. Uh, cherry or whatever they put on top. They get a, both red and green. Mm-hmm. I think they're cherries. Yeah. And uh, he, I don't, but nobody else, I've never seen anyone go, fuck, give me a piece of fruitcake. But uh, maybe it's a European thing mm-hmm. more so than it is here in America. But they got them. They got a uh, drenched in bourbon, rum, and brandy. This one. This is their big one. This is their big one. This is made, triple with the old fashioned old English fruitcake. It's a holiday season after all, so why not indulge a little? We ask our bakers to add not one, not two, but three festive spirits Ooh. to the Old English fruitcake recipe. Now you can enjoy this rich, buttery fruitcake loaded with glossé cherries, raisins, pecans, walnuts, and pineapple, and topped off with a brandy, bourbon, and rum. Two pounds, seven inches diameter. You can serve eight to ten people. What do you think something like that goes for? That comes in a triple liquor fruitcake tin. Mm. Comes in a nice tin you could use for... Uh, you can put spools of thread into it after you're done. Yeah, I think that's a $42 cake. Alex, you're not doing bad. All right. $49.95. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty good. You're, you're doing pretty well. We'll we'll, we'll do more of this because they got a lot of shitty desserts. Um, but I I love it for the... here. Oh, here's the liquor bottles. Irish coffee. Uh, is, they got one. They, oh, they got those pears, those chocolate pears that are filled with Poiré Williams brandy. 
I just everything about it's like a little old lady, you know, yeah. those cherries that you you bite into the the chocolate and jizzes cherry juice in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about? Yes. I got those. The maraschino? I've sure, yeah, sure. Is there a maraschino? Is that the one? It's a big cherry flavor. It's an irresistible version of a spirited chocolate cherry cordial. Cherry brandy. Yeah. Comes comes out which jizzes on you. It's double distilled and infused with 20 pounds of Morello cherries, Alex. Morello Oh, Morello. Cherries. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Each quarter is lined with a crisp sugar shell and covered in dark chocolate. Um, two two 4.4-ounce bags. What do you think that goes for? What did you pay for that? Of chocolate covered? Chocolate covered with Morello cherries and a, and a, and a jizz of um, cherry brandy. How many in each bag? It doesn't say. It just says 4.4 ounces. Two, two bags. bags. Mm-hmm. What would you go for? $17.99. Nineteen ninety nine. You're you're not bad. You're, I'm getting under. Anyway, everybody, we got more to come from that to make this the merriest year of all. Vermont Country Store, the 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 three Vermont Country Store locations. Now, I one day will be going to these. I have to. I have to, because I love it. It takes me back to a simpler time when people were eating this kind of shit. And in the in the in the world that we live in today, I'm not I'm not joking when I say this. Like thumbing through the country store magazine mm-hmm. really puts you at ease. I sit there and have my lunch at my table like an old man, and I thumb through it and go, you know what? This is really putting me at ease. Mm-hmm. Instead of reading about Kanye or Britney or whatever else, shrinkflation. Yes, shrinkflation. I'm looking at this, and these are the three locations, actual you know brick and mortar brick stores and that mortar. I can walk into and potentially see uh, Gardner, Cabot, Elliott, or Lyman, uh, Weston. That's one of them. It was in Western Vermont, I guess. Mm-hmm. Vermont. Yeah. I'm going to say Vermont because of Vermont. Western Vermont, Rockingham, Vermont. Oh, just two. Six, 657 Main Street, Route 100 in Weston, and 1292 Rockingham Road on Route 103. They're open seven days a week. And visit the website for store hours. Hmm. There you go, everybody. We're excited about uh, the holiday Ooh, season. Oh, so coming. I looked up Western Vermont. Oh, is it nice? Uh, it's a very small town, but the you know when you got the map up and it just says like popular businesses in yeah. the area. The only business Vermont that it pulls store? up is yeah, Vermont yeah, Country even Store. You know it. That's a fucking. That's Orton at at his yeah. best. He's getting every other shit it's, business off there. It's them and Drury House Antiques. That's what oh, Weston's got. All going right. On. Well, I'll be going to both if they ever come out that way. Thank you all. What do we got to get out of here on Alex? Let's use uh, you. Thank you all for being Patreon members for being cover to cover listeners. We love this. Oh, this poor Brittany Griner. Like, I and I'm gonna say. I don't know. This one is uh, say what you want about this girl. I don't. Oh, she broke the law. She had like, but come she had a on, weed pen on her. They just fucking said she she, you know, she appealed. Her? Yeah, they, well, they gave her nine years. She appealed it, and then they overturned it and said, "Fuck, you got to stay nine years." Nine years. That is great. There's it just there's no way this can happen, mm-hmm. right? You can't keep this girl in there for nine years. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if they really have a time. I don't know if they have. I don't know if you get off early for good behavior over there. You know. I mean, it's just crazy. This. I don't know. I feel bad for. Her. I really do. I mean, this has got to suck. She can't be ha- Oh, I mean, that's that's rough. Take a weed pen through. <clears throat> Grind get loses in the, the appeal. Yeah, yeah and she's a, a prison swap remains her best chance of release. Oh, like a prison swap. Like yeah. we'd give her some of. Did you hear brush. about the one they were talking about? The first one? Yeah. It was like the guy that that Nicholas Cage movie is based off oh, of. Is that it's right? like some big arms salesman. Really? And he was like a. So they, they want him they, back. They said, we'll give her up if you give us and more we, criminals. And then Brittany, yeah. But Brittany Cryer, so prison swap doesn't mean she has to stay in prison here in America, right? It would be like, you could, you're free to go. 
I mean, I think they'd let her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to do that. Unless they send her to Texas well, or anyway, something. Well, anyway, I would love to. She should come on the podcast if she ever gets out. We'd love to talk to her. I think uh, I feel bad <laughs> for her. Um, anyway, that's that. I'm going to send You know what I'm going to send her? I'm going to send her some of those uh, cherry brandy. Oh, that'll probably get her nine more years. Yeah. Uh, we don't allow that. We don't allow brandy. Yeah, shit. All right, everybody. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Uh, slippery when wet. We brought it up. Wow. Let's keep it going. Uh, said that I said I was. A cl- I said that this is true genius. Yes, true genius. This one's an easy one. I feel like he's. Uh, I feel like Bon Jovi's voice is kind of gone a little bit. His mm-hmm. last tour, there was some videos. Where I was little. like, uh oh, are we are we reaching the end of the line here mm-hmm. for for Bon Jovi? He's one of those guys like. I might be done touring, you know. Mm-hmm. He's doing other. He's got a lot of other things going on. Hamptons Water. Oh, it's like a rose. Got a rose out there. Wow. It's got to be horrible when singing has always made you a ton of money. Yeah. And you like, it's one thing if it, you make a living. You know, I make forty yeah. grand a year. I got to find something new. But the money he's made singing, and you lose that. Here's what you can do. If you're if you're Bon Jovi, you go mm-hmm. listen. We're gonna go on tour. I'll sing. Here's the part I'm gonna sing. Ready? Yeah. I'll sing this part. The this damage one? is done. Now you got your black girls in the back. Mm-hmm. We got we got nine black girls, two white girls, four black girls. Mm-hmm. They handle this shit. Yep. They, they put cute dresses on, and you they handle this. So my I don't have to deal with mm-hmm. this. That's how you do it. Yeah. And then you can continue on, and keep going for another twenty years. Yeah. You know that's what that's what Stones do. That's what all these guys do. Mm-hmm. Get a couple of 23-year-old girls behind you to take the high notes. Yeah. I'll do this. On your lips, blood red nail, on your fingertips. See, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, you no can problem. do it. talking it. Yeah. You act so shy. Your very first kiss was your first kiss goodbye. Now it's time. Girls, take Girls. it. Girls. There I go. You're and loaded you, And gun. you just walk around the stage. Mm-hmm. Play some air guitar. Yeah, and, and people are going to shake your ass. Mm-hmm. Give them what the kids do what they want. Yeah. Let the girls take it. Walk over, see how Richie's doing. Here we go. Doing. Now let the audience take it. You guys got this part. You give love a bad man. And we're out, we're out the door. Mm-hmm. All right? So that's how I fixed it. Fixed a lot of things on this episode. Fixed Hollywood. Fixed Bon Jovi's career. Fixed Britney and, and Kanye's career. All right, everybody. Thank you. Frangelo.fun has all my tour dates. Come out and have some fun with us. They've been real fun, and I'm looking to end uh, 2022 on a high note. So I'll see you all. Charlotte, Atlanta, Mobile, Alabama, San Francisco, New California, New Orleans. Batavia. Uh, Batavia. And I think that's it. I think it is. And then, of course, with Heather, I'm Philadelphia, Boston, and D.C. Come out. With Juicy Scoop Live. Bye-bye.
Speaking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.